You're listening to IUPR Bible Podcast with your host, the Apostle Reuben, teaching the people the Bible, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Welcome, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas with biblical truth. In today's podcast episode, we will be going into the book of Galatians. Now, many in Catholicism, which is where most of the Sunday Christian doctrine comes from, believe that we that keep the law cannot go into Galatians and explain the chapters and the verses. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm going to show you that we can deal, and I'm not saying all of us, because when you teach the Bible, brothers and sisters, you're not to teach your own spin on things. Because see, when you do that, let me show you something. When you do that, this is this tends to usually happen. When we go to the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 21, it says, for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. See, I'm not about my own. I'm about giving you chapter and verse. I don't want to give you an opinion of myself because I don't want you to trust in the things I say. Because as we know in Jeremiah 17, verse 5, and I love this uh, verse, brothers and sisters, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5. And as you can see, I'm flipping the pages. I'm not going on a computer as of yet. When the YouTube channel come out, then as the scriptures are put on the screen, then I would have to use the computer. But in these podcast episodes, I use the Bible. Jeremiah, I'm talking about the physical Bible. Pages. I flip the pages when I teach in my podcast because the power is in the book. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. See, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to believe in what I say. So every scripture that I read, I go to another scripture to prove it. Let's take a look at our brother Paul. When he wrote to the Galatians, which were Jews, let's go to the book of Acts, let's prove that. We do not want to just speak our own minds, speak the oils of God. That's why First Peter said this. And I, and I like this verse, brothers and sisters, when you read 1 Peter 4.11, it says, If any man speak, let him speak the oracles of God. If any man minister, which means work, let him do it with, let him do it as of the ability which God gives. That God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. So when you teach out of your own mind, you take away the coming dominion of our Lord. We need him to be glorified and uplifted by teaching what's in the book, not of what's, what is of our own mind. Excuse me. So I want to go to Acts 24, verse 14 first. Let's get a little bit of history on Paul. Let us look and see what Paul believed in, and what his writings were based from. Acts 24, verse 14 says, But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, this is talking about the Jews, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and of the prophets. So everything... Paul believed in, in his heart, which is his mind. He believed in 
from the writings of the law and the prophets. So when he wrote to these Galatians, let's go back to let's go to the book of Acts. Let's go to the book of Acts. And I want to read verse 23. I don't have a lot of time, but I'm just going to read this because I, I have to get into Galatians 2, verse 16. Acts chapter 18, verse 23 says, And after he had spent some time there, he departed and went over all the country of Galatia and Phrygia in order strengthening all the disciples. Verse 24, and a certain Jew, stop, a certain Jew in Galatia. So what we're proving here, brothers and sisters, is they were Jews in Galatia. Jews that were practicing the law of Moses in Galatia. And I'm going to explain to you what I mean by the law of Moses and Galatia later in the podcast episode. Verse 24, and a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, the Old Testament came to Ephesus. Now, the reason why I wanted to read that was because I'm showing you that the children of Israel, the southern tribes, were in other nations. So when we go to the book of Galatians, chapter 2, I got a lot to do, brothers and sisters. A lot to do in this podcast episode to prove the Bible, not myself, the Bible, and what needs to be understood about what Paul writes in Galatians 2, verse 16. But what I want to do is I want to go to Galatians 2, 14. I'm going to read down, but the operative verse is 16. It says, I'm, I'm going to start in verse 14. It says, but when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel. Now, uprightly, brothers and sisters, has a meaning as well as truth. Now, when you look at the book, to walk uprightly, first we have to go to the book of Psalms. And, and, I'm, and I'm going to tell you this. Uprightly or upright is appears one time in the New Testament, and it's right here. What makes you upright according to the Bible? So Paul says you have not walking uprightly according to the truth of the gospel. Because as you know, the story is Peter and all the apostles were instructed to preach the gospel to every so when we start looking at how we are to determine how Peter and the others were not walking uprightly according to the gospel, we have to first understand what walking uprightly is. You just can't put your own definition to it. This is upright according to the Bible. Psalms 119 verse 7 says, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. So to walk in the law of God is uprightness. And of course, we know the truth is the law. Romans 2 and 20. Again, a lot of people who are not going to flip the pages, it's like to listen, I'll do it for you. Romans chapter 2 verse 20 says an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of truth in the law. So the truth is in the law. You'll find the same thing in Psalms 119, verse 151, Malachi 2 and 6, and Psalms 119, verse 142, in case you want to research and read those scriptures. The truth is only in the law. It is nowhere else. There's no other truth besides what is in the Old Testament law. So when we go back to Galatians chapter 2, verse 14, he says, But when I saw that they walk, it's not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel. So the gospel 
is according to the truth, which is the law. Because the gospel is in the Old Testament. It just goes by a different name, which is glad tidings. Explained in Romans 10, verse 15. That's another subject. And I said unto Peter, Peter, when we go back up to verse 7, he said unto Peter, because Peter was committed to the gospel of the circumcision, which are the Jews, and Paul was committed to circumcision of the Gentiles. But that doesn't mean the Gentiles were not the people of God, which were the Israelites. Another subject. Galatians 2 verse 7 says, but contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me as the gospel of the circumcision was committed unto Peter. So Peter was to teach the Jews who were circumcised and kept the law of Moses in the temple by receiving sacrifice. There's a lot to this, brothers and sisters, a lot to this. Let's go back down to verse 14 again. It says, but when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the, to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, if thou being a Jew livest after the manner of a Gentile, that's without the sacrifice, you no longer see Christ's ministry was not about the temple because he said in Matthew 12, verse seven, one is one that is greater than the temple is here. If Christ is greater than the temple, he's greater than sacrifice. So Paul says, look, you don't live by gifts to the priest. You don't give gifts to the priest anymore. You live outside of that. That's why he says, thou livest after the manner of the Gentile as, uh, and not as do the Jews. Why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as the Jews? Why compellest thou or warnest thou to live by your actions as Jews do, giving sacrifices to priests for atonement for sins. Because before Christ, brothers and sisters, that is how you got forgiveness of God. You did not get, let's prove that. Let's get the book. If you're going to get forgiveness of sins, it was through the gift of sacrifice. That's written in Matthew 8 and 4. You had to give a gift to the priest in order to be atoned for. But when Christ came, let us continue. Watch this. Get forgiveness of sin. I don't have a lot of time. I just wanted to prove this point real quick. To get forgiveness of sins, we can go to the book of Leviticus 4.26. And he shall burn all his fat upon the altar, the altar of the gift, as the fat of the sacrifice of the peace offering, as the same as the sacrifice of the peace offering. The peace offering was those that did not commit sin. They had a, a, a offering they could give to God as well. And the priest shall make an atonement for him as concerning his sin, and it shall be forgiven him. See, the problem is preachers don't teach that to you. This is the confusion, but let's move on. Galatians 2 verse 15 says, we who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, because the Gentiles are the transgressors of the law. Verse 16, here is the key. I've already spent enough time going over it. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. That is a long verse, but we're going to bring it to light right now with the rest of the time we have in this podcast episode. Let's go back to verse 16 and start and read again, and let's break this down. Because it's for your salvation. Watch this. Galatians 2 verse 16 says, Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, 
but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Stop. What is the faith? What Christ say? What did Christ say that faith was a matter of? This is important. Matthew 23, verse 23 says, Woe unto you, scribes, Pharisee, hypocrites, for you paid tithes of mint and this and common, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, which is judgment, mercy, and faith. These ye ought to have done, and let and not to leave the other undone. The other undone is sacrifice. But Christ said, Wait a minute. Faith is a heavy matter of the law. So the faith in Christ dealt with the law. Christ himself says faith is a matter of law. Not works of the law, but, but law itself. Now I'm going to read you. I'm, I'm, I'm going fast, but I'm not going to go too fast. Because what people don't understand is you are justified by the law. Three times in the Bible, is mentioned. Let's go to the first time. The book of First Kings, chapter 8. I'm going to read verse 32. First Kings 8, verse 32 says, Then hear thou in heaven, and do, and judge thy servants, which are the children of Israel, Leviticus 25, verse 55, condemning, which is judging, the wicked, the unlawful, Proverbs 28 and 4. He that turneth his ear away from hearing the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with him, condemning the wicked to bring his way upon his head and justifying the righteous, because the righteous are the opposite of the wicked. So the righteous of the the righteous are those that keep the law justifying those that keep the law, the righteous, to give him according to his righteousness. The Bible here says that the law keepers are justified. What's Paul talking about? Let's go to, let's go to the second verse. Let's go to the second verse. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, verse I don't want to start verse, I'll say verse 19. It says, the son of man came eating and drinking, and they say, behold, a man gluttonous, a wine bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners, those that transgress the law. So they, they're, what they're doing, brothers and sisters, is they're giving Christ I would say they're judging Christ based upon his actions and the fact that he came to call sinners unto righteousness. See, the Pharisee separated themselves from those of sin, which was despising thy brother. That's found in the book of Luke 18, Verse 9, they despise thy brethren, which is a sin. Because we don't despise people because they don't keep the law. We're trying to teach them. We're trying to open up their hearts. That's why in the book of Matthew 9, 13, Christ says, Go ye and learn that what that meaneth. For I will have mercy, which is grace, and not sacrifice. For I am not come to call the righteous those that keep the law, but sinners unto repentance. So the Pharisee had a problem with that. They had a problem with that. And they used that to try to down Christ's ministry. You wonder why T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, uh, Tony Evans don't go out into the poor neighborhoods and try to uplift the people because they're doing the work, the very same works of the Pharisee. But let's continue. Matthew eleven nineteen says, The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a winebeater, a friend of publicans and sinners, but wisdom is justified of her children. What is wisdom? What gives you wisdom? It's just the sacrament. 
time, we're going to be proving what wisdom is and where it comes from. Pay attention, brothers and sisters. You can only get wisdom one way. Psalms 111. Psalms 111. No, let me go back here first. Let me do this first. Let's get 1 Chronicles 22. I got many other places to go. 1 Chronicles 22, verse 12. I'm going to show you where wisdom comes from. Now, I could have went back to Deuteronomy 4 and 6, but you can do that. You can pause this episode and go back to Deuteronomy 4 and 6. If you read verse 5, if you read verses Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 4 through 6, you will see clearly that keeping the commandments is what gives you wisdom. But I'm cutting to the chase. First Chronicles 22, verse 12 says, Only the Lord giveth thee wisdom and understanding, and give thee charge concerning Israel, that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. The wisdom God giveth is for us to uplift his law. That's what wisdom comes from. Psalms 111, verse 10. Psalms chapter 111, verse 10 says this. Watch this. Psalms 111, verse 10. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To fear the Lord is to keep his commandments. Let me prove that. Pastors are not going to be able to do this. That's why they're losing members. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. And keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. The only way, and I and, and easily you could go to Psalms 112, verse 1. Just right under that, Psalms 112, 112, verse 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord and delighteth greatly in his commandments. So when you go back up to Psalms 111, verse 10, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments his praise endureth forever so wisdom cometh for the commandments and christ says those that have the wisdom from the commandments are justified the second time the bible says those that keep the law are justified here's the third the book of romans chapter 2 the book of romans chapter 2 verse 13 Verse 13, Romans 2.13 says, For not the hearers of the law are just before God. Because that's what justify means, making just. So what the pastor is saying is the law doesn't make you just. But let's read it. Romans 2.13 says, For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Wait a minute. Three times in the scriptures, the Bible says the law justifies you. There are different understandings of the law. But Paul here in Galatians 2.16 is saying this. He says that you are not justified by the works of the law. Wait a minute, Paul. We just read three times. Now, this is not a private interpretation. You only get wisdom through the law. The righteous are those that keep the law. Let me show you. 1 Timothy 1. 1 Timothy 1, verse 9. It says this, knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man. Why? Because he keeps it. But for the lawless that don't keep it, and the disobedient, and the ungodly, and for sinners, those that don't keep the law, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers, murderers of mothers, and manslayers. Brothers and sisters, you do not need a gun or a knife. A pastor can be a manslayer by lying to the people, setting them up for the second death of the lake of fire when they're raised up in the second resurrection. These pastors have killed more people than anybody on the streets by their following man. And what I mean by man, because this teaching is a result of Calvinism. John Calvin came up with this doctrine about being justified by faith and naming the faith and not the works of the law. This is all man following man. 
point to make you see that. Because the works have to be explained to you. You can't be justified by the law itself, but then not the work. So let's get a bit, uh, let's get a little bit more clarity on what Paul is talking about. He wrote the same thing, but but before I do that, let's go back to the uh, verse sixteen of Galatians chapter two. It, we're going to read it. I pointed out to you that three scriptures say you are justified by the law. But I want you to watch this. Verse 16 says, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith. There it is. Now, we know that the faith of Christ is in the law. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you that there was always faith. Or, excuse me, let me, let me say that again. There was always works with faith. Always. Because even the Sunday community wake up, get dressed, start their car, and go to a church that's not biblical each and every Sunday. They do a work that is not of the Bible, but of the mark. There's no you will never read this in the and, and, and you will never see this in Sunday church. I'm going to show you something. The book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 21 says this, For Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him being read in the synagogue every Sabbath day. You will not find in the scriptures where scripture was read on the first day of the week. I promise you that. I promise you that. You cannot find that in the 66 books which they believe in. You will not see scripture being read on the first day of the week, but it's being done now. And I'll tell you something, brothers and sisters. Let's go back. Galatians 2, 16, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. Wait a minute. But Christ says in Matthew 23, verse 23, that a matter of the law, which is a heavy matter of the law, is faith. He said that faith is of the law. So did Paul in Romans 3, 27. Is Paul confused? No. It has never been explained to people never been explained the first level the second level these preachers go over but they never go under the surface to explain it this is why millions of people are deceived unto this day with that one verse because they have not researched for themselves but look for pastors to give them the surface top so they continue to go to clubs, football games, basketball games, gambling, to have girlfriends, three or four girlfriends, to not have to worry about being judged for robbing, stealing, cheating. This is what these pastors do. And that's why you see so many of these Sunday pastors in the news they're doing the same exact things that they teach their members they don't have to worry about say to brothers and sisters we will continue with this podcast episode after the break you're listening to iupr radio with your host the apostle Ruben.
Welcome back, brothers and sisters. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben, podcasting from Little Rock, Arkansas. The Bible, in its entirety, from Old to New Testament, opening up the doors of our mind that seek truth. We want to understand what the Bible verses are truly saying. Now, we're in Galatians 2.16. Now, I'm going to read it again. I want, I want to read this part here. Then I'm going to go into what I think that you will find intriguing about what Catholicism has put up to millions of people who want to continue in their transgressions. This is the only reason. Don't think that God does not know the anatomy of man, but he does. Galatians 2.16 says, Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Matthew 23, verse 23, Christ says that faith is a heavy matter of the law. Something's wrong here. Watch this. But by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law, no flesh can be justified or made just. So the faith of Christ. Let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians 2, verse 4 and 5. I want to take a look at faith for a second. We're going to take a look at faith for a second. We, we seek to be justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 says this. In my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. You go to Sunday church, 90% of his sermon is enticing words and 10% of scripture and you that go to church on sunday know this if you you cannot i guarantee you a sunday pastor cannot use the bible script by script or he will destroy himself so he has to give you enticing words a story about grandma a story about grandpa this that that this even they're going to politics to keep from teaching this 1 Corinthians 2, verse 4, and my speech was, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. What is the spirit and power? Micah 3 and 8. The book of Micah 3 and 8. Where does spirit and power come from? Micah 3, verse 8. Here's Micah. Watch this. But truly I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might to declare unto Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. So when Micah had the power and the spirit, it was to declare Jacob the transgression. It was no different with Paul. It was no different with Paul. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 2. We're going to read verse 5. So now we know that the spirit and power was to declare Israel or the children transgressions. The spirit and power was not given to you when you preached enticing words. 90% your own mind, 10% scripture. No. 1 Corinthians 2 and 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5 says, That your faith shall not stand in the wisdom of men, but the power of God. See, Sunday church has a faith that is in the wisdom of men and not the power of God. Calvinism is the wisdom of men, not of God. I'm going to show you why. Second Corinthians. Let's go, let's go to the second letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians. Now, and remember, now, brothers and sisters, I'm just going over this on an outline. Writing to the Jews of Corinth, Paul says this. 
we having the same spirit watch this this is second corinthians 4 verse 13. we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written i believed and therefore i have spoken we also believe and therefore speak as it is written written the faith and i got and i'm telling you guys go and google it paul died in the ad 60s the first gospel didn't come out into the ad 90s so what and where was faith written what is faith and where was it written see the the, the pastors will not go back to the old testament when it comes to faith they stay right here but paul says and you know brother sister, even hebrews 11 hebrews 11 verse 1 down to about 13 it tells you all the people that had faith hebrews 11 verse 1 through 13 all the people that had faith enoch had faith noah had faith abraham had faith if these men had faith then let's go take a look at what their faith was and even then it was more than them that had faith why don't they teach faith from the old testament because you'll see something we're going to see it now i'm going to give you a couple of well, i'll say maybe more than a couple a couple of examples of what faith was and then we're going to go to James. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter 19. Because these ministers tried to separate faith from the law. No, brothers and sisters, faith was a matter of your works. But it wasn't in the works that people think. That it was in. See, people think when he say works of the law, he's talking about keeping the Sabbath, keeping the holy days. No, no, no. Not talking about that. Let the Bible tell you what it's about. Watch this. Second Chronicles 19, verse 9. It says, And he charged them, saying, Thus shall ye do in the fear of the Lord. That's the keeping of the commandments. Ecclesiastes 12 and 13. Faithfully and with a perfect heart so the faith was in the fear of the lord watch this that chronicles 19 verse 9 again and he charged them saying thus shall ye do in the fear of the lord faithfully and with a perfect heart a perfect heart is what let's go back let's look at the perfect heart let's look at the perfect heart look at first kings chapter 8 verse 61 watch this it says this let your heart therefore be perfect with the lord our god to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments as at this day so when you had a perfect heart you walked in the law that's the only way your heart can be perfect noah was perfect you'll find that in genesis 6 verse 9. He speaks about no man can be perfect. Well, Noah was. Solomon walked. We're reading Solomon now, 1 Kings 8, 61. Even he, even he told Abraham in Genesis 17, verse 1 and 2, walk before me and be perfect. He didn't give that as an option. It was required of Abraham to walk perfect. As Christ says in Matthew 5, 48, walk ye Christ says it. Let's look at Matthew 5, 48. I don't want to. I'm not going to do that. Matthew 5, 48. Let's see if this was a suggestion. These slick Sunday pastors. Matthew 5, 48 says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. How do we be perfect? The book of First John, chapter two. First John, chapter two, and verse 
4 and 5. 1 John chapter 2, verse 4 says, He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth the word, which is the commandments, in him verily is the love of God perfected. And it says, Hereby we know, hereby know we that we are in him. See, to keep the law brings perfection. To keep the law brings perfection. The Bible says it. See, they don't want to go to John. They don't want to go to James. They don't want to go. They want to stick with Paul because, see, they know they can use Paul to confuse the people. But we're going to turn this thing right back up, right, right side up. Let's go back to Second Chronicles 19 and read verse 9 again and 10 together. It says, And he charged them, saying, Thus shall ye do in the fear of the Lord faithfully and with a perfect heart. Verse 10. This is Second Chronicles chapter 19, verse 10. And what cause soever shall come to you of your brethren that dwell in their cities between blood and blood, between law and commandment, statute and judgments, ye shall even warn them that they trespass not against the Lord. And so wrath come upon you and upon your brethren. This do, and ye shall not trespass. So faith was warning the people not to transgress of God's law. Faith. Faithfully means continuing faith. Let's go to Daniel. Let's go to Daniel. I made this podcast longer than I wanted to, but some things take explaining and you can't stop because when you stop brothers and sisters, people don't tend to understand. Some podcasts have to be a little bit longer. I wanted to do a 30 minute podcast, but it turned into longer than 30 minutes because I wanted to cover something else uh, today on the Sabbath, which is the Sabbath in another podcast, but I'm going to expound a little bit with this for full understanding. This is what a minister does when he cares about people. The book of Daniel. Let's go to the book of Daniel. Let's read about faith again. Now, if any of you know, Daniel was of the southern kingdom. Now, when Nebuchadnezzar and um, his armies came and took the southern kingdom of Israel. They were not able to do the works of the temple anymore. There was no priesthood going on. There was no atonement going on. But I want you to notice this in the time we have. The book of Daniel, chapter 6. We're reading about faith now. Faith as it is written. The book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse 4. It says, Then the president and the princess sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could not find any occasion, no fault. Fault is sin. Let me show you. The book of Psalms, chapter 19. I like to give you detailed accounts so you can copy these down and say, well, fault means sin. You can go to the scripture and say, hey, this is where it is. The book of uh, Psalms, chapter 19, verse 12 and 13. The book of Psalms 19, verse 12 says, Who can understand his errors? Errors of sin. Psalms 119, verse 29. Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Verse 13. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression, which is the blaspheme of the Holy Ghost. That is the great transgression, the one you can't be forgiven of. What these pastors commit every week by telling you that the old covenant is done away with. That's another podcast lesson. Daniel chapter 6, verse 4 again says, Then the presidents and the princesses, sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could not find any occasion, no fault, no sin. 
for as much as he was faithful, because they could not find transgression of the law, he was faithful. Daniel had faith because he didn't transgress the law, but because he kept it. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. Verse 5, Daniel 6, verse 5. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Daniel was faithful because he kept the law, just like the men were faithful in 2 Chronicles 19 and 9 because they kept it. Psalms chapter 78. See, your, your Sunday pastors are not going to read these verses of the book. You will die. That's, that's why many of our brothers and sisters, the true children of Israel, have, have died. They have died and not heard this truth. And the pastor doesn't mind because all he wants is the salary. It's the work to them now. They judge for hire. Micah 3.11. They go to these ministry schools or monastery schools or whatever, and they learn the Bible as according to the system. And they're ready to go out and display systematic teachings to people taking their salvation from them. Psalm 78, verse 55 through 57. Let's read about faith again. It says, he cast them out, he cast out the heathen before them. Talking about the children of Israel. He divided them an inheritance by line and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. Yet they tempted, this is verse 56, yet they tempted and provoked the most high God and kept not his testimonies. They kept not his testimonies, but turned back and dealt unfaithfully. So to break, when they broke the commandments of the Lord, his testimonies, they were deemed unfaithful. Showing you that to keep the commandments showed your faith. Like Christ said in Matthew 23, verse 23, faith is a matter, a heavy matter of the law. But you have never, and I in the past have never been read these scriptures to show that faith was actually the work in keeping the law. Psalm 78, verse 57 again, but turned back and dealt unfaithfully like their fathers, they were turned back aside like a deceitful bow. So when you didn't keep the commandments, you were unfaithful. Wow. Faith as it is written shows that if you kept the commandments, you had faith. But watch this. Let's go back to the book of Romans. Remember, you're not justified by the works of the law. Galatians 2 verse 16. Now watch this. Romans chapter 9, verse 31. It says, But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Watch Paul. Watch it. This is the same Paul that wrote Galatians 2, verse 16. It says, Wherefore, because they sought it not by faith. So wait a minute. The Pharisee, the Jews that Paul was writing to, are much to the ones in Romans. They did not display the faith in keeping it. They did not keep the law. See, when you kept the law, that was a demonstration of your faith. But the Pharisee, let me read it. Let me read it over again. Romans 9, verse 32, it says, Wherefore, because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of of the law, for they stumble at the stumbling stone. Remember, here is the works of the law again. The same thing he said in Galatians 2, verse 16. When you kept the law that displayed your faith. But what is this works of the law talking about? 
Because Paul says, you are not justified by the works of the law. What are these works? Let's get the book of Hebrews 9. Hebrews 9. The book of Hebrews chapter 9. And I want to start in verse 11 and read down. It says, but Christ being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood entered once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. So the redemption before was in the blood of bulls and goats, the first covenant. Let's go back to Romans, I mean, excuse me, Hebrews 9 verse 1 says, then fairly the first covenant also had also ordinances of the divine service, which were works. Service and works are the same word. And a worldly sanctuary, worldly sanctuary that gave gifts. Gifts of sacrifice to the priesthood. You never once read in the four Gospels where God took a sacrifice to atone for sin. Come on, folk. Let's go back. Verse Hebrews 9.13 says, For if the blood of bulls and goats and of the ashes of heifers sprinkling the unclean sanctifier to the purifying of the flesh, that is the law of Moses. That is the priesthood. That is the, that is the covenant of the Levitical priesthood. Watch this. Verse 14. Key verse. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge, which is cleanse, your conscience, which is your mind, from dead works. The works of the law was the priesthood in the temple to serve the living God. The works of the law were that. Those were the works. Sacrifice. Not the Ten Commandments, not what the commandments gave us with the statutes. The works they were continuing to do in Galatia was these. You're not justified by those works. Why? Why are you not justified? Let's go over one more chapter. It says this. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 2. It says, for then would they, the sacrifices, the sacrifices that you will read in verse 1, cease to be offered, because that the worshipers once purged, which were cleansed with those sacrifices, should have no more conscience of sin. See, the See, the conscious works with the mind. And see, to purge you from the true purge is found in the book of Proverbs 16, verse 6, with mercy and truth, with the mercy of God and with the law of God. That's why Christ said in Matthew 9, 9 verse 13, go and find out what this meaneth. I would rather have mercy, not sacrifice, because it took sacrifice to cleanse. Christ didn't do that ministry as the Pharisee and the priest. See, these preachers don't teach you about that. They put you on the surface and have you go out and be sinners until your death. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Watch this. Hebrews 10 verse 2, it says, For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience for sins. Watch this verse 3. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of the sins every year. For it is possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Justify you. The blood of the bulls and the goats cannot make you right. Cannot make you just. Done by the works of the law. That it's what can't justify you. Let's look at the book of Acts. Let's look at the book of Acts. Let's prove that with the book of Acts. See, faith is in the law. If you kept the law, that showed your faith. These, what, 
what they reading to you on Sunday morning about faith is the faith of man's wisdom. Let me give you one more verse. Book of Isaiah. Watch this. The book of Isaiah, chapter 1 and verse 20. Watch this. It says, but if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with a sword. It's God talking to Israel. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. How is the faithful city come become becoming harlot? It was full of judgment, which is of the law, and righteousness, which is of the law, lodged in it, but now murderers. When you were faithful, it's because you kept the judgment in righteousness. Not because you just existed or just thought, oh, I have faith in Christ. I have faith. That's not the faith Paul says that is written in 2 Corinthians 4.13. Faith was always by the work. That's why Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 3 and 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 11 that the, what, let's read that. Let's, let's get that real quick. 1 Thessalonians, because remember, the blood of bulls and goats could not justify you. Now, we're going to go to Acts 13, verse 38 and 39. I want to read you something. Paul even says, now, James says, I, I'm telling you, watch this. 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 3. Let me see. The book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 1, verse 3 says, Remember without ceasing your work of faith. So faith is a work. not of sacrifice, but of the Ten Commandments. Your work of faith and your labor and love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God our Father. Second Thessalonians. 1 verse 11 says this. Wherefore, we, wherefore also we pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness. His goodness is found in Psalms 33, verse 5, the law. God's goodness is the law and the work of faith with power, power of the Spirit, Micah 3 and 8. Brothers and sisters, you've got to know the word. You've got to be able to fit his testimony and precepts. Faith is in work, just like it was in the Old Testament. See, brothers and sisters, when we go back to Acts 13, verse 38, it says, Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, not all nations, brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. The Pharisee wondered how he was able to forgive sins in Matthew 9, verse 1 through See, the old way to forgive sins was by sacrifice. Leviticus 4, verse 26. Don't need that anymore. Watch this. Verse 39. And by him all that believe are justified from all things which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. Watch this. Matthew 8 and 4 real quick. What was the law of Moses? Matthew 8, verse 4 said, And Jesus said unto him, See thou, Matthew 8 and 4, See that thou tell no man, but go thy way and show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. So the law of Moses dealt again with sacrifice. It was sacrifice. Not the Ten Commandments, not keeping the Sabbath, the holy days. No the law Paul is talking about you're not justified by is sacrifice. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters. You're listening to IUPR Radio with your host, the Apostle Ruben. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, as we conclude this podcast episode. The Bible says in 1 Kings 8, 32, Matthew 11, 19, and the book of Romans 2.13, 
Because when you read Romans 2.13, it says it is not the hearers of the law that are just. Because the hearers, you can hear the law, but that don't mean you're going to keep the law. That's why he said in the next part of the verse, those that do the law are justified. But the works of the law are not talking about the Ten Commandments, the Sabbath and the Holy Days and the law itself. It's talking about the flesh. See, the Pharisee and the Sadducee and the priest, their pride did not allow them to see that Jesus Christ was to take the place of these works. Remember I told you in Matthew 12, verse 7, Christ says one that is greater than the temple is here. If Christ is greater than the temple, which the works of the law were done, that means we know that soon enough that those works will no longer be what atones for our sins. That's why in Matthew 27, verse 51, it says, I'll say in verse 50, Matthew 27, verse 50 says, Jesus, when he had cried out with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. That means he died. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. What went on behind the veil of the temple? Remember, the Bible says the veil of the temple rent in twain. It tore. That was a sign. What went on behind the veil? Numbers 18, verse 7. The Sunday preachers will throw their Bibles away before they teach you the facts of the Bible. Let's get the book of Numbers chapter 18 and read verse 7. Let's find out what they did behind the veil. It says, Therefore thou and thy sons, he's talking about Aaron, with thee shall keep your priest's office for everything of the altar and within the veil, and ye shall serve work. I have given your priest's office unto you as a service or work of guilt. And the stranger that cometh nigh shall be put to death. So what happened behind the veil was what the office of the priesthood did. What did, oh wait, wait. Let's go right back to Matthew 8. Matthew 8, verse 4. It says, And Jesus said unto him, See thou, tell no man, but go thy way and show thyself to the priest. The, the priest was the same thing mentioned in Numbers 18, verse 7. So there were still priests on earth in Christ's time doing the same service as they did back in the time of Moses. And offer thy gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Last scripture, Hebrews 8 and 5. What is the gift that Christ told him to offer to the priest? The book of Hebrews chapter 8. Verse 4, it says, Hebrews 8 and 4 says, For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest. Oh my Christ, seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. The gift was according to the law of what? Moses. Sacrifice for the atonement of sins. The law added for transgression. Brothers and sisters, Galatians 2.16 is not talking about the Ten Commandments. Galatians 2.16 is talking about sacrifice, the atonement for sins. You are not justified by that work of the law. You are not justified by that. You are justified by the law itself. If you keep the law, you are justified, but not by that work. But the faith, you are justified by the faith in Christ. And the faith was not without works of the law. 
See, this is the confusion that they put up toward the people. They do not explain to you fully. But here in this podcast, we saw that faith was of the law and the unfaithful is those that don't keep the law. Also in this ministry, brothers and sisters, we break it down because we want to see the salvation of our people. We do not want to see anybody in the book of Revelation 20, verse 12 through 15, where they have to face God and God judges them to condemn them to the lake of fire. That, brothers and sisters, all praises to the Most High, and may your Sabbath be blessed and hopeful and restful. This is your host, the Apostle Reuben, for my UPR podcast.